Hey guys, it's Sim and this is Pro Wrestling Unlimited as we are here on the 20th of May 2022 to talk about everything that went down tonight on Friday Night Smackdown. I thought tonight's Smackdown was a pretty good show. I enjoyed it. I, you know, always, you know, once I get on here, I start thinking about things and I'm like, what did I like? What did I didn't like? And when I'm looking through my notes here, Honestly, the only thing I didn't like on tonight's show was the Happy Corbin segment. I thought it was just there, kind of meh, whatever. Other than that, I enjoyed everything else on this show. I thought this was a pretty dang good episode of SmackDown, if I'm going to be frank. If I'm going to be, you know, speak candidly or whatever you want to call it, I thought it was a good SmackDown. I really, really enjoyed this episode of SmackDown. But with that, I do want to say thank you for joining me here. Twitch.tv forward slash PW Unlimited. YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited. And Twitter.com forward slash PW Unlimited. Now, you might get tired of me saying this, but I do got to reiterate for people that haven't heard yet, all of our live streams on uh, May 29th, the day of Double or Nothing, AEW Double or Nothing, will be moving to Twitch, like exclusively. We're already on Twitch, but they're going to only be on Twitch starting with that review, that podcast, that show. Our live streams will be exclusive to Twitch only. Now, you may say, well, what about YouTube? YouTube will not have a live podcast, but as soon as we're done on Twitch, podcast will be uploaded onto YouTube. So that's how it is going to work. As soon as we are done on Twitch, the podcast will get uploaded to YouTube. So I just want to let you guys know that so you can go over there, follow that channel, twitch.tv forward slash PW Unlimited. Again, that's twitch.tv forward slash PW Unlimited. So that way you guys can, can keep up with us, keep following the podcast, watch it live and so forth. But remember, if you can't watch live on Twitch, they will be uploaded immediately following on YouTube and major podcast, plat major podcast platforms as well for the audio version. Yes, I do know Gabriel Perez, but I've had a very busy afternoon. No, I got like five different jobs, so got a lot of things I was working on. And so, yeah, but nonetheless, we're talking SmackDown. But first, I want to say thank you for joining me here. Twitch.tv forward slash PWUnlimited. YouTube, or I already said all that. If you're watching on YouTube, you can help us out with a super chat or a super sticker donation. All super chats do get read live on the air. Also, you can hit that join button to become a channel member. If you're watching on Twitch, you can help us out over there by hitting the donate button to help us out and maybe even submit a question and get your question answered over there. I'm working on make, making that stuff work as well. So that will work like super chats over on Twitch, but also on Twitch, you can subscribe to the channel one of two different ways. You can either subscribe with a tiered subscription or you can subscribe with Amazon Prime because remember if you have Amazon Prime, then you have Prime Gaming. Prime Gaming gives you a lot of cool things like free games, free stuff for games, and a free subscription to any Twitch channel you want to subscribe to. And I'd greatly appreciate it if you subscribed right here, Pro Wrestling Unlimited. Also remember, if you want to get early access to news, early access podcast episodes, early access to non-news videos, and so much more, on YouTube, you can either hit, you can hit that join button or where it's 
better, more concise, all more, what's the word I'm looking for? More, oh, organized. You can do all that and get all that at patreon.com forward slash PW Unlimited. And finally, head over to the Epic Game Store. Head over to the Epic Game Store and buy something. Buy a new game, buy an old game, claim a free game, like right now, Borderlands 3, or get Rocket League points, get Battle Points, or oh, V-Bucks, or get Show Bucks, whether you're playing Rocket League, Fall Guys, Fortnite, well, that's on the Epic Game Store, your PlayStation, your Switch, your Xbox, go over there, it's going to ask you for a code. Code you got is PW Unlimited. Again, the code is PW Unlimited. We got SmackDown to talk about. Show opened up with a little video package hyping up what we got for tonight. And then out comes the Bloodline. Universe, undisputed WWE Universal Champion Roman Reigns, Paul Heyman, and the SmackDown Tag Team Champions. The Usos slowly made their way to the ring. Recapped RK Bro confronting the bloodline last week. Reigns took the mic and demanded that the fans acknowledge him. Got a mixed reaction, like always, which is good. Some fans cheered, and there was a, a faint you suck chant. But that's what you're supposed to get. You're supposed to get some fans that, oh, yeah, I want to acknowledge him. Yeah, but then you're also, they want those fans to boo and not like Roman at the same time. So, Reigns noted how the fans would also acknowledge the Usos later on tonight. Paul Heyman said, Tonight is going to be the biggest night in tag team wrestling history. Heyman claimed that Reigns could smash and stack Bruno San Martino, Hulk Hogan, John Cena, Brock Lesnar, and even Dwayne of the Rock Johnson. He added that Reigns is the greatest of all time. He discussed the Usos becoming the greatest tag team of all time as well. He mentioned Afa and Sika, the Wild Samoans, probably being the greatest tag team. But the Usos must unify the titles to prove that they're better and the greatest of all time. Even better than the Wild Samoans. Yeah, that the Usos must win tonight or they're not coming home to the island of relevancy. Heyman promised that the Usos would win the belts he said, this is not a prediction, it's a spoiler. Reigns then took the mic and addressed his cousins. He demanded that they win the titles. Reigns noted that he has high expectations because, well, he loves them. He gave them both a hug with, with Jay having the same kind of concerned look on his face he had back when uh, he was main event Jay Uso trying to help out you know, Roman Reigns and all that. In the back, Sami Zayn's watching on a monitor. He's wearing a bloodline shirt. He's like, we got this. We got this. We got this. We, we, we. And so I loved Michael Cole and Pat McAfee here. So Sami Zayn's making his way out to the ring. And I think it was Pat goes, Sami still thinks he's part of the bloodline. He's over there saying, we, we, we. And Michael Cole goes, well, he is French Canadian, Pat. We means yes. So maybe he was saying yes, yes, yes. And Pat goes, no, I call. I never thought about that. That's actually a good point. <laughs> I really like that. That popped me. So the next match we did have was Sami Zayn against Shinsuke Nakamura in a 10 and a half minute match. Great match. Great finish. So Zayn grabbed headlock early on right as the bell rang. He 
Nakamura avoided a leapfrog and rocked Zayn with a kick to the chest at one point. Nakamura was firmly in control until Zayn yanked him down by the hair. He followed this up with a clothesline for a near fall. Zayn climbed to the top rope, but Nakamura cut him off. Zayn blocked a superplex attempt, and they fought on the top rope until Nakamura knocked Zayn down. Zayn avoided the Kinsasha and threw Nakamura out of the ring. After a commercial break, Zayn had Nakamura in yet another chin lock, but he broke free. Nakamura followed this up with a sliding German suplex into the ropes. Nakamura hit a knee to the back of the neck for a close near fall. He set it for a Kinsasha, but Zayn jumped out of the ring. Nakamura went after Zayn on the floor. Zayn fought back and hit a Michinoku driver. Zayn almost won by countout, but Nakamura barely beat the 10 count. Fans then broke into a rusty chant because, you know, the hair was called rusty, the color and whatnot. Nakamura and Zayn brawled around ringside. Nakamura tossed Zayn over the barricade. Nakamura also almost won by countout, but Zayn barely beat the 10 count. However, Nakamura then hit the Kinsasha back in the ring. One, two, three, boom. Nakamura picks up the victory. We then got a hype video hyping up the Usos and their time as tag team champions. Then, then we got Happy Talk. Segment was all right. I mean, eh, it was whatever. The fans seemed dead during all this, which I don't blame them. Well, until Corbin destroyed the trophy. But anyways, Happy Corbin talked in front of DeAndre the Giant Memorial about a trophy, and he bragged about injuring Madcap, Madcap Moss last week. He showed clips of Corbin's attack with the trophy. Corbin got back into the ring and called the attacks a work of art. He decided to look at the work of art yet again. They showed another one, of, a video of the attack. Corbin then pointed out that Moss had it good. All he had to do was stay by Corbin's side. Corbin would pay for him to eat Wagyu beef, buy first class, and everything. Then the Moss wanted to get out of his shadow, though. Corbin mentioned that Moss would make jokes and call him the big bad wolf, or big bald wolf. He said, I might be the big bald wolf because he huffed and puffed and put Moss down. Corbin jumped out of the ring and then destroyed the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal trophy. After saying this trophy will look good in my house next to the one that I've already won. So, cool. Just a segment, to be honest. The recap, Ricochet encouraging Drew Gulak to confront Gunther, or Gunther, last week. And then we had Gunther against Gulak in a one-minute match. Quick squash. Really all this was is to set up a future match between Ricochet and Gunther with hopefully maybe, maybe Gunther becoming an icy champ. Ludwig Kaiser introduces Gunther and we go to commercial comeback. The match is already in progress. Gunther. Um, uh, Gunther took down Gulak with a boot to the face. He rocked Gulak with a series of hard chops. He then hit a powerbomb and picked up the victory. After the match, Gunther attacked Gulak again, put him in a Boston Crab. Ricochet ran down to make the save, and the heels ran off. So then we go to Adam Pierce's office. Adam Pierce is in the back. 
And he's interrupted by not quite LA Knight, though. Because he's the former LA Knight. LA Knight has been given a new name. LA Knight will now be going by the name Max Dupree. Or as he said, Dupree. Dupree. He approaches Adam Pierce in his office. He said he's the CEO of the hottest new talent agency group there is. I forget what he said. I didn't write it down. Max model talent or talent max to the model. I don't remember. He said he's looking for superstars that can headline Fashion Week in Paris and WrestleMania all at once. Pierce is confused and goes, who are you? He's like, um, I was brought in here a few weeks ago. Signed by one Sonia Deville, your colleague. He's like, yeah, Sonia no longer works as management, so that ain't going to fly. He goes, well, I got a contract saying otherwise that I'm signed and my agency has been signed. And he's like, you may want to go talk to your lawyers or something because we're here. Pearson said, okay, you are who? Max Dupree? And he goes, no, it's Dupree. Like, Dupree? Dupree. Pearson's like, yeah, Max Dupree. And he's like, whatever. Thank you, uh, Juan Jackson. Max Male Mott. No? Was this, is that what he said? Max Male Models? Okay. It doesn't sound... I mean, uh, you probably know better than I do. I didn't write it down. But yes, LA Knight has debuted on SmackDown. He is now going by the name Max Dupree. Again, Max Dupree. In the back, Caleb Braxton interviewed RK Bro ahead of their big title match. They heard what the Usos said earlier. Riddle pointed out that he beat the Usos one-on-one for the last couple of weeks. They then promised to defeat the Usos tonight and unify the tag titles. The recap, Ronda Rousey and Raquel Gonzalez from last week. In the back, Shotzi claimed that she was going to accept the challenge, but was pushed out of the way. Aliyah also said she was going to be pu- accept the challenge last week, but she was actually um, she was actually locked in the locker room. They all went back and forth. They bickered or whatever, and then basically, what was it? Shotzi called her on Amazon or whatever. And then this led to Shotzi versus Raquel. Oh, she called her an absurd Amazon. That's what it is. We got a three-minute man. Well, just just shy of three minutes. Like two minutes and 50 seconds or something like that. Raquel Raquel Rodriguez against Shotzi. Match was all right. As this match is going on and Raquel was dominating, they showed in the back Los Lotharios, Zaya Lee, Aaliyah, and a few others watching on the monitor. Uh, at one point, Raquel back shots into the corner for the early advantage. She worked over the arm, but Shotzi fought back. Rodriguez then tossed Shotzi into the corner. Shotzi locked on a sleeper. Rodriguez broke free. Shotzi attempted a hurricane rana, but Rodriguez caught her. She transitioned into a fallaway slam and hit a corkscrew splash. She followed this up with a one-arm powerbomb and picked up the victory. Victor Rodriguez, thank you for the super chat. He says, it's Max Model Talent Agency. There we go. I knew agency was in there somewhere. Max Model Talent Agency. Thank you, Victor Rodriguez. Kayla Braxton interviewed Xavier Woods. Recap Butch defeating Kofi Kingston. Wood said that was a big win for Butch. But 
He wondered if Butch could defeat him without Sheamus and Holland at ringside. He said, Kofi's not here. I'm going at it alone. Why don't you come at it alone? And we got a three-minute and 45-second match. Xavier Woods versus Butch. Good while it lasted. Pretty good. So Sheamus and Holland pumped up Butch before he made his entrance. Butch came without Sheamus and Holland. The team is now called the Brawling Brutes. So you have like the neon signs and stuff for the Sheamus entrance, which Butch don't even get his own music or anything. It's just the Sheamus music and entrance video. But it did say on some of those neon signs, the Brawling Brutes. The Brawling Brutes. So the match started off the fast-paced action with Woods rocking Butch with a forearm. He followed this up with a sliding drop kick through the ropes. Butch fought back and took Woods down with an elbow drop. Woods rolled up Butch at one point for a near fall. Butch briefly regained control, but Woods hit a rolling DDT for a two. Butch then took over with some kicks to the head. Woods rocked Butch with the kick and went for a DDT off the middle rope. Butch recovered and hit a stiff forearm. Suddenly, Woods caught Butch with the backwoods and picked up the victory. So Xavier Woods does defeat Butch here tonight. After the match, Butch would then run to the crowd. And literally, Pat McAfee then said, like this is what Pat McAfee literally said about Butch running into the crowd. Does he just have to poop after doing his thing? Is that why he always leaves through the crowd? I was like, wait, what? Eh? Okay. He's like, he's going to find a bathroom, Cole. The Woods is walking up the ramp, and he's like, yeah, I won. And then there's Seamus and Holland. They don't touch him. Because all of a sudden, Butch comes running back. Two clobbers, Xavier Woods. We then got an RK Bro hype video package. So in the back, Woods is all disheveled. Megan Morant goes to walk up and says, Megan, 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 don't even ask. You know, I'm furious about what happened after my match. I won, but Butch attacked me. And you got Seamus and Holland. They want a, the numbers game. They think that they got the numbers game. Kofi will be back next week. Yes, he is still out with an injury. But I got us another partner. Going to make a six-man tag team match really, really good and even up the odds. So, they basically announced, they didn't say it was official, but they basically announced the Brawling Brutes against the New Day and a mystery opponent or mystery partner. Then we got the segment that everybody's talking about. Segment everybody's talking about Sasha and Naomi. Well, Michael Cole talking about Sasha and Naomi. So Michael Cole. So first, Pat McAfee goes, who do you think the, the mystery partner is going to be Cole? And then Michael Cole just goes straight into it. Michael Cole addresses Sasha Banks and Naomi in the situation from this past Monday. He described the events from Raw that ended with Banks and Naomi leaving the arena. He said that they were the SmackDown, the women's tag team champions, but they left their titles. And they left the building. They walked out. He said, quote, Sasha and Naomi let us all down. He explained that they were supposed to participate in a six-pack challenge and this and that. He said that instead, they left their titles and left the building. Michael Cole would then go on to announce that Sasha Banks and Naomi 
have been suspended indefinitely regarding the Women's Tag Team Championships. A tournament, a future tournament, will be held to crown the new champions. He also said something along the lines of, Naomi and Sasha Banks let down... Uh, well, no, hold on. I didn't write the whole... Oh, give me two seconds. I'm going to get the full quote here. Um... Thought I had the full quote, but now I don't see it. Give me one second, guys. Don't have the full quote, but he did also make reference to, you know, Naomi and Sasha Banks. They let down, what, what did he say? They let down millions of fans all around the world and whatnot. And then it was brought to my attention. I need to show you guys something else. Let's pull this up on the screen. To shop WWE. Now, when you go to shop WWE, you can go down here and it'll say featured superstars. I don't think I have ever not seen Sasha's face down here. Not there anymore. Now you say, well, what about searching for Sasha Banks and Naomi? Search for Sasha Banks. Sorry, nothing found for Sasha Banks. Check out these items instead. They don't even give any insteads. So you get the search here, and that's not how you find the actual superstar page. Because if we do, like for instance, you go Becky-Lynch. That's how you find the superstar page. So if we go... sasha dash Banks, we get this, parts unknown, looks like you've taken a wrong turn, you're in parts unknown, this is what WWE has set for their 404 not found error page, when something does get posted, but then whatever that link was, that page gets removed, you get this error of cannot be found, same thing goes for Naomi, you go here and we go, Naomi. Exact same thing. Search for Naomi. Nothing. So not only have they stripped Sasha Banks and Naomi of the titles, not only have they indefinitely suspended Sasha Banks and Naomi, but they have also pulled any and all merch that they would have had on Shop WWE. Basically saying, you don't want to come to work, you ain't going to make any merch money. No royalties, no, none of that. So, well, the big question now is, what comes of the suspension? Do they get fired? Do they just let them sit at home forever? That's the big question now that needs to be answered, and we will continue to follow this story and let you guys know any updates we do here. As we move forward, go into our main event of the night, 11, 12-minute match, winner-take-all tag team unification title match. This match was really, 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 really good. I so thoroughly enjoyed this match. 
Heyman was on commentary for most of this match till towards the end. RK Bro had the early advantage, and the fans broke out into a loud Randy chant. The Usos took over, but Riddle appeared to suffer an injury, and they went to commercial break, even saying the doctor is coming to check on Riddle. So the action apparently stopped as the doctor checked on Riddle, and then we come back from the break, and Riddle's still going. The Usos were double-teaming him. Jimmy attacked what they called the bruised hip of Riddle, and also hit him with a back suplex. Riddle rocked Jay with a jumping knee, the same jumping knee he gave to uh, Roman Reigns. Orton then got the hot tag, ran wild on the heels, and the crowd erupted loudly. Orton then hit a draping DDT on Jimmy and followed this up with an RKO. Jay broke up the pin attempt. Riddle tagged back in and hit a series of forearms. He went for the Broton, but Jay got his knees up. He followed this up with the pop-up neckbreaker for a close near fall. Riddle and Jay then fought on the top rope. Riddle went for the super RKO. Uh, but Heyman at one point did distract the referee as he finally got off of commentary. As Jay and Riddle were on the top rope and Heyman was distracting the ref, Roman Reigns comes out of nowhere, jumps up on the apron, grabs Jay so he doesn't get knocked down, but pushes Riddle off the top rope. Jumps off the apron. Jay stands up. Uso splash. One, two, three. We've got unified tag team champions. Jay pins Riddle. Usos did it. After the match, the bloodline continued to attack at ringside. Roman puts Riddle in a guillotine and then puts him on the announce table. Jay Uso gets to the top rope and splashes. Riddle sending him through the announce table. As right before that, the Usos smacked Randy in the face, Randy Orton, with um, steel steps. And so they keep showing shots of the crowd, right? They keep showing shots of the crowd. And when they did, they showed this little boy. Gotta be an RK Bro fan. Crying. They showed this little boy crying for RK Bro. I don't know if he cried because they lost the belts or if he was crying because his favorites were getting beat down and destroyed. But both Randy and Riddle got destroyed after the match. This then led to the bloodline all standing tall with all the gold. Bloodline now got it all. They the ones, they the only ones with a world title and tag team titles on the main roster. So there we go. Roman Reigns and the Usos, all unified champions. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was Friday Night SmackDown. I thought, for the most part, a really good and entertaining show. I really, really enjoyed tonight's SmackDown. But with that, now I want to know what you guys thought of tonight's show. Remember, if you want to let me know, you can put a super chat in the YouTube chat. You can tweet. You can, tweet, you can text us. 510-906-1341. Again, that's 510-906-1341. But first, before we check any of that, I do want to check the Twitch poll. 100% like tonight's SmackDown. As far as the Twitter poll. Twitter poll, Twitter poll, Twitter poll. Uh, Gabriel Price says, where was Drew McIntyre? Doing media stuff in Wales because tickets for the 
Clash of the Castle show went on sale this week. Uh, 52% liked the show. 26%, no, 28% didn't. This is the YouTube chat. No, the Twitter, Twitch, Twitter poll. 52% liked it. 28% didn't. And 19% thought it was just all right. As far as the YouTube poll does go, 72% liked the show. 20% thought it was just all right. And 8% didn't like it. Um, I want to say thank you to Alonzo Ace for the super chat. He said, what happened? LOL. I thought you said they were not. They were not what? Unifying the belts? I never said that I that they weren't. I said my idea would have been a DQ that then leads to the match again at Hell in a Cell. That was my fantasy booking. But I, I mean, I always said Roman's going to interfere somehow. But my fantasy booking was Roman interferes, causes the DQ. We then go to Hell in a Cell, and that's where we unify the titles. That's what I said. That's what I was fantasy booking. They just did it all here tonight. So there we go. As far as the text messages do go, it says, with Roman smiling while hugging the Usos, it shows he's manipulating them and could lead to them turning on him in the future. And eh, not anytime soon. Or just ask my thoughts on unifying the titles. Already talked about that. Versus driving back from the show, the crowd was hot. Dark match was Ripley versus Bianca. Very cool. I th I thought I saw something tweeted about that from someone that was there that the advertised live match, dark match was Ripley and Bianca. But good to hear that. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Good to hear that it was a hot crowd because it sounded like a pretty good crowd for the most part. Hard subject to change about what one? Where um, says you see Gunther as the next Intercontinental Champion? Yeah, I do. Where says do you see Raquel and Ronda in a rematch for the SmackDown Women's Championship at Hell in a Cell? To be honest, that may be one of the only routes they've got right now. I mean, they can do Natty, they can do Shayna. I don't think they do Shotzi. I don't think they do Aaliyah. I don't think they do Zia Lee. I could see them doing the rematch. Do we want to see it? The last match was just all right, to be completely honest. Go forward. First says, what's your opinions on the women's tag title tournament? Who should be in it? So, as far as the tag title tournament does go, Natty and Shayna, Zelina Carmella, you drop Nikki. So there's three teams. And you can grab some teams from NXT like Casey and Caden. I mean, Katana and Caden. Maybe throw Toxic Attraction in there. Bring in some, some legends. The Bellas. Trish and Lita. You've got... So if we go... We go three, five... You can get eight, six. You need, I would say you need eight. I think you can get it. You'd be stretching it, but you can get it. Versus says, I think SmackDown get good tonight. You think the bloodline going to be most effective group ever? Do you see Gunther, wife Jenny coming to SmackDown with him soon? So I don't think they're married. I'm in Jenny. I would see I could see her going to NXT before the main roster. I don't see them straight lining her to the main roster. And as far as the bloodline being one of the most effective groups ever, I don't 
think so. They're going to be up there. I don't think they'll ever be regarded better than the Shield, better than the Four Horsemen, better than the NWO, better than Evolution. No. Maybe one of the best three-man groups in WWE history. Maybe. But as an overall faction, we'll see. We'll see. But with that, that was Friday Night SmackDown, ladies and gentlemen. That is what I thought and what you guys thought of tonight's SmackDown. Remember, starting on May 29th with the Double or Nothing review, the Double or Nothing podcast, all live podcasts will be moving exclusively over to twitch.tv forward slash Timmy, twitch.tv forward slash PW Unlimited. Again, all live podcasts will be moving over to twitch.tv forward slash PW Unlimited starting on May 29th. Again, I want to give you guys a good a heads up over there that we can go follow that channel and be all kinds of ready for when everything does move over. But then also remember, if you don't watch live on Twitch, well, everything will be immediately put onto YouTube right after and audio podcast platforms. So with that, guys, have a great night. Have a great weekend. I'll see you next time. Have a good one, guys.